you want a satisfying career and a fulfilling family life, this is the podcast for you. Join me, Joel Lulovich, and me, Lucy Dickens, as we share strategies and advice to help you keep your balls in the air. Welcome to the Juggle Podcast. Hi everyone, it's Joel Lulovich here. And Lucy Dickens, Happy New Year on Happy the Juggle Podcast. Year. I wish I had a popper to like pop, pop. Maybe Diego yeah, can add in some, some great like sound effects for us in the Fireworks. background. Yeah. <laughs> although, although it's kind of not really, not really very real, is it? Because we were both not celebrating Happy New Year with fireworks and party poppers. But today is the 1st of January. We are recording this on the 1st of January, even if no one's listening to it on the 1st of January because it won't be out yet. So I think we're well and truly entitled to say Happy New Year and celebrate on the actual day, all day, as much as we want. The celebration thing's good. I just meant this: the we weren't up at midnight doing the fireworks and party yeah, poppers thing. I know that. That's, but that's okay. We can do it all day on the 1st of January. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Much better. So we've just told everyone how we survived New Year's, which was, um, in, in my case, watching Early the 9pm 9 p- 9 fireworks over here in Western Australia, the Sydney 9pm fireworks, and then sending all the kids to bed and putting myself to bed too. <laughs> Yep, and I did some embroidery that I got for Christmas <laughs> and loved it. <laughs> and then put myself to bed at 9.30, which is my bedtime. Why are you laughing at me like that? <laughs> that sounds like such a nana thing, doesn't it? It really does. At least I was at a beach resort with some friends having a few drinks and a nice barbecue. There was, a good, there was what, eight kids between us, between the three couples, and we were all hanging out, but we were all just well and truly done after the fireworks. So we went to bed. Yeah, I know. They have them so late. They had the Christmas ones here at 9.15, and I was like, this is just too late for my little <laughs> Lily who goes to bed at 7 o'clock. Yeah. Bless her. But anyway. My kids are shattered. Today they're in sleep by 7. Are we supposed to be starting with the, you know, the great outlook on the new start, the fresh start of the year? Instead, we're all like, eh, fireworks and we're tired. (laughs) I think we got it wrong. This is my great outlook and fresh start. This is real. I am starting the, the year as I mean to go on, which is with early bedtimes, plenty of sleep, lots of good time with friends. And yeah, we'll get into the rest of it, I guess. Good. Perfect. So... What we wanted to also say was that if you're a regular listener, you'll probably have noticed that we've just been missing in action for the last couple of weeks. We had thought that on Boxing Day, we would post a nice little episode saying Merry Christmas and hope you had a good one and letting you know how we spent Christmas, which was a little bit like how I spent New Year's. But we decided not to worry about that because we needed a break. And then we decided that our break should stretch out for two weeks. So we spent the time with our family and friends and I'm definitely more the better for it. Yes, it was nice. It was funny because when we started to record this today, we were both like, oh, it's been a while since we've switched on a microphone. What do we do with this? Yeah, it's pretty funny. But what I did do instead over that period of time was one, I tried not to look at my phone much. I tried to stay off Facebook and social media. I tried to just be a lot more present with my kids. I was also doing stuff around the house and I was trying to spend some thinking time, you know, reflecting on 2019 and further back and also thinking about 2020 and the new decade. 
Well, as an outsider, I think you did quite well at the no social media, staying off your phone stuff, because we've barely spoken to each other over the last two weeks, which is unusual for us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> In fact, I do have to apologize. For- <laughs> so when I did hear from you, I'd be like, oh, hello, this is a privilege. Yeah. <laughs> and then I wouldn't reply and I'd get the, are you okay? <laughs> Is everything all right over there? <laughs> it's nice. It's good to switch off like that sometimes. I think it's we all need it now and then. But onto the reflection thing. I think it's been really interesting, especially because we've just gone into a new decade and lots of people have been putting up those posts of 2010 to 2020 and how yes. has my life changed and what does my life look like? And you and I had this conversation earlier today. But I think that's possibly encouraged reflection maybe more so than... I might otherwise have, or at least I think a lot of people probably might fall into that category as well. You did the decade in review thing. What was your conclusion from that? I didn't find anything massively earth shattering, but what I did kind of find was just that I feel that there is so much truth in that saying, you overestimate what you can do in one year, but underestimate what you can do in 10. Yeah. So when I kind of looked back and I added everything up and I went, oh, yeah, you know, a lot has happened in 10 years. But being the kind of person that I am, there's also a small part of me that went, oh, I could have done more. <laughs> there's, still, there's still plenty more to do in the next decade. Yeah, but when you do that review, you think about the big things. You don't think about all the day-to-day stuff. It's easy to yeah. say I could have done more when you forget that you also had to do the washing up and the cooking yeah. and the cleaning and <laughs> the taking kids to school. And all of that stuff that happened within those 10 years too. Yeah, that's so true. It was fun. It's really nice to do it. Like, I, you know, going on, you know, if, if anyone's interested in doing it and hasn't done it, you know, just start with things like births, deaths and marriages and then think about work and promotions at work or changing jobs or travelling and holidays and awards or starting podcasts like we have or, you know, what, yes, whatever it is. We had a few of those in there. Yeah. Yeah. I went back through my photos. I have all my photos saved on a hard drive and they're all in year order with folders. Within them. I'm laughing at myself. That's your beautiful organized yeah. nature. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I had those. I know other people have those, but I don't. <laughs> I just looked at the names of the folders in each year and kind of to remind me what happened but yeah I don't know it's I mean it's 10 years it's I guess the big chunk of my life where I've got married and started a family and really or started my career you know that that's the 10 years that I've just had well this is the thing you're not even 30 yet so (laughs) well I will be this year 2020 I know I know a lot happens in that 20 to 30 year and you know 30 to 40 too so Mm. oh Mm. it's very cool It's pretty cool that yours works with the decades too, actually. I know. How convenient for me. Mm, Yeah. Fits into your ordered process. means it makes it easy to remember how old I am. (laughs) (laughs) So let's reflect. Let's talk about the juggle. The juggle. So that happened this decade, obviously. It totally did. But more so this year has been good. I mean, we, we were well underway with the podcast this year. Yeah. Well, 2019 is our second year podcasting Mm. and we hit the 50 episodes. We had a great event. And I think the best thing was we were actually able to use all the content. For me, the best thing and one of the key highlights out of it all was getting to say, all right, after all the information that we've gathered from all of these wonderful women and other experts that we've interviewed, coming up with our juggle acronym to describe what the six things that we think you know, help people manage the juggle. To me, that was a really big, a big part of the year. 
Yeah, it was. And the decision to write the book, which is still happening, yes. but we, we deprioritized it because we've both had other things happening in our lives mm. last year. I keep saying this year, but no, last year. <laughs> and that was the right decision for us. So that's what we chose to do. But we have one chapter left to write, I think. And yeah. then well, one each. We'll one each. Yeah. But say one, it sounds like less of a job. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's more achievable. So 2020 is the year for that. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Cool. And, you know, otherwise, I think it was it was awesome to see our sponsors come back to us again, have new sponsors, to be published, to have our comments published in articles, and just to have some awesome, great guests on the podcast. And the Facebook group, the Juggle community that is growing and is growing quite quickly. Every time I go on there, there's more people asking to be mm. approved and I struggle yeah. to keep up sometimes. But it's so nice to have that space of really like-minded people who are all dealing with the same things, you know, just to know that there's other people in the same boat. Mm. And what about for you in the business, career, personal life side of things for 2019? So 2019 was the year of existential crisis for me, which I'm sure I would have spoken about on the podcast because it has been the theme of my year, which is kind of a little bit, I was thinking about this, it's a little bit to be expected because my word for the year was surrender, wasn't it? So Mm. of course you're going to be like, who the hell am I? Because I'm just surrendering to the world. But (laughs) anyway, it was existential crisis. And I think obviously the highlight was Harry being born, particularly bringing him into the world, but also the way that he was born. He was born at home, which was just lovely for me and for us. Um, So that was definitely the family highlight. And I think just being reminded what it's like to have a new baby. I love new babies. Mm, Yeah. All the new babies. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe not all at once. (laughs) One at a time. Yeah. Maybe just a few. A few more. Uh, So yeah, that was definitely the family highlight. And then you asked me about career, obviously returning to work. I had that again after Harry was born and he came back in with me to work and that was fine. It was much shorter than it was with Lily. And I also made the decision this year to start my own consulting business separate to the juggle and separate to my employment. So that that was a big deal for me. You know about that. That was a big decision for me to come to so it's quite a big one from the lady who said she would never start her own business it's yeah Yeah. it's pretty big yeah I resisted it (laughs) but the cool thing is like all of these things is you can reflect on what you have done and haven't done you can make your goals for what's coming in 2020 and for the 2020s in terms of the decade and you can change them I've been talking to my kids a lot about that recently and in, in fact I was having a conversation with a friend yesterday around making choices and we were saying you know you make a choice for right now she was talking about the fact that she's decided not to increase her days at work and I said well you're making a choice right now not to do that and then you make another choice in six months or another Mm -hmm. choice in 12 Mm -hmm. months and it might be the same choice and it might be a different choice but you're not locked in you're never locked in yeah I know we put pressure on ourselves, don't we? Especially at this time of year when people who are trying to do their what are my goals or reflecting on the goals from last year or people who do the theme for the year, what will my theme be? And I don't have one. And this was me for a little while, so I'm a bit hypocritical here. But, you know, (laughs) such is life. (laughs) You know, but we do, we put this pressure on ourselves. Like, what's my 2020 going to be? I don't know who I am and what I'm all about. But yeah, we can figure it out on the way. 
Yeah, so true. So once we've shared a couple more little reflection points, we're going to tell you what our goals are as well for, for 2020 and maybe for a little bit beyond. So if you're interested in that, hang around. Um, but for me, for business and family stuff, I think on the business side of things, like 2019 was in a lot of ways really great. I had fantastic, you know, end of financial year revenue. I hired an assistant. I did a lot of speaking gigs and had a lot of opportunities, whether it was just speaking or whether it was workplace training, which I love doing. I appeared on lots of podcasts and I was a runner-up business person of the year. So all of those things were, you know, really exciting and it was really nice to get recognition and and probably sitting underneath that was all the the fact that I got a lot more comfortable with the kind of work that I do and that I like doing and what I'm good at. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You also did a lot of really refining your business and what you're all about and what you want to be doing. Yeah, I don't want to just be another employment lawyer that does all the things. Mm. It was about sort of working out, okay, which parts of it do I really excel at and do I really like doing and trying to create everything around that. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by us. As well as coming to you in the podcast each week, we love making live appearances. If your organisation would benefit from hearing our tips for managing the juggle or how to implement flexible work, then get in touch with us at hello at thejuggle.com.au. Find out more at thejuggle.com.au forward slash speak. But I guess the flip side was, if anyone's heard us talking before about four burners or the different areas of your life and how they all kind of mix in together then, you know, the burner was right up there. The gas was pretty full on when it came to business. And unfortunately, there was very little left over for everything else. So the other three areas being health, family and friends, they didn't get as much attention as I would have liked, particularly the family one. So Mm. it really meant that it made it really hard in my relationship, particularly. And I also felt a lot like I was watching my kids' lives rather than being involved in my kids' lives. And sometimes I was feeling resentful of work as well. Like I was feeling an element of, I have to be doing this. I don't really have a choice about doing this rather than remembering that the work brings me a lot of joy. And I knew that. So on the one hand, I'd be like, what's wrong with you? You know, because you want to be doing this and you like doing this. So why can't you just feel that? And can't you put aside the rest of the the stuff, but I couldn't. So that meant that whilst business was great, personal life was suffering and it's kind of made it really easy for me to work out what I want 2020 to be (laughs) because I've seen what I don't want it to be. So whilst, you know, my word last year, which I found hard to come up with was, you know, implementation this year, it's so very different and it's joy. And I just want everything Mm. to be focused around making sure that I'm always feeling joy in everything that I'm doing, whether it's the kind of work that I'm doing or whether it's my relationships or what I'm reading, what I'm watching, the fact that I'm getting lots of sleep, you know, whatever it is, I just want to feel really happy and joyful. Thanks for sharing that. (laughs) I think a lot of people will relate to that. And you and I have had these conversations all throughout the year, so I know what has been going on for you. But I think that you saying that, on this platform is actually quite a big deal. But I know that a lot of people will be able to relate because we all have those times when we feel like 
it's the four burners and someone or some part of our lives is missing out. But to then go and, I guess, not admit because it's not like it's a confession, but then, you know, to just go and share that so honestly, I think that's a really big thing. So thank you. Oh, it's funny. And we've had that episode before about the things that people don't talk about. And in many ways, yeah, I'm still not saying the details and the ins and outs. And that's because I guess there are reasons why there are things. Yeah, that's why there are reasons why people don't talk about certain things. And that's because it is private Mm. amongst you perhaps Mm. as an individual, but also your private stuff is often someone else's private stuff. So, you know, you can't speak on their behalf. I think one of the big things is that even us, right? We're here. We are the juggle. We help people with the juggle. We aren't immune to those forces in life that, you know, throw a curveball. I mean, the second half of my year was the theme of that was that my grandmother died and then my mother-in-law died in Mm. really quite not very, I mean, is death ever pleasant? Probably not. But um, (laughs) my mother-in-law became ill overseas and it was a period of about six or seven weeks where we just, we basically just watched her die. And that was hard. And it is, it's, you can't control all of the things that happen in life and it's not everybody has it together all of the time. Yeah. And I feel that, that joy word and I'm staring mm. up at it now because I've got my beautiful written sign and my beautiful bedazzled frame. Thank you very much, Clarissa. You know, I think that it'll fit the whole of my life next year. And I've even told my kids about it. So I remember not that long ago, I was talking to my seven-year-old and she made a comment about this idea of, mum, you said you want it to be about joy. So like, come and play with me. <laughs> So it's quite now good. they're gonna hold it against you. Well, they're gonna help hold you accountable, accountable maybe. Yes, yes. Yeah. Which I think is really cool. So I'm yeah. excited to see what focusing on joy is going to bring. And you know, as you already know, one of the big changes that we've committed to to hopefully bring back a bit more joy is we're moving. So we are going to uproot ourselves again, leave the country behind, although we're keeping everything in, in our house um, and moving ourselves back to Perth. So we're going to try that for a year and see whether that works for us as a family. Maybe it won't and we'll be back here. But you know, again, it's about making a choice for now and making another choice for later. So that's a big step, but it also means it's full on at the moment, planning new schools yeah. and moving and yeah. everything else. But, yeah. you know, I'm trying to remember the joy. <laughs> remember the joy and the choice. Yeah. And it's funny, just before we hit record, I was telling you that Lily and I went to watch the new Frozen film and that I thought it was great. I think they did a really good job of Frozen 2. If you haven't seen it, I think you should because it's. I reckon it's got to be the best number two movie that I've seen of any movies. But leaving that point aside, you're talking about choices and making choices and doing the choice, making the choice that's right for now. They have yes. a song on Frozen. This is there, there is a point to this, <laughs> and they say, "Do the next right thing," and that's what it's about. It's about doing the thing that's right next, and then you can yeah. worry about what comes after it. After oh, I love a bit of Disney. I'll have to send you the the thing. Okay. What do you call those things? How about I just go Soundtrack? and watch the movie? Yeah, do that. It will bring you joy. Awesome. So what is going to bring us joy with the juggle for 2020, Lucy? Writing our book and publishing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's going to bring us joy because we've, we've put will. so much work in it that it needs to be finished. We're not going to let that go to waste. So it's going to happen. It's just 
you know, as you've heard, life's been happening too. So we've put it on pause, but it's going to happen 2020. Yeah. So yeah. we're doing the book. And other changes that are happening around here are that we are changing the podcast from weekly to fortnightly format. And that is to give us room to do the things that we want to do because whilst it's awesome getting out content every week, we don't have enough time left over to do a lot of the other things that we want to do as a result of the opportunities that this podcast has created for us. So, you know, that is everything from writing the book but also some services that we're going to start offering and expand perhaps. Yeah, expand because we do already do some of this. But it's more about, yeah, it's more about taking the time that we would have been using on the podcast to expand into some other things. So the first thing that we're expanding on is the fact that we've already been doing some speaking and workshop opportunities and presentations, et cetera, throughout 2019. And we're going to be offering that on a more formal basis. So that will include everything from just keynote speeches at events to doing in-house workshops or conference workshops around things like flexible working, returning to work, uh, managing the juggle and anything that relates to that. Mm -hmm. And then on a more personal basis, we're also going to be offering or already are because they're up on the website so you can go and have mm. a look coaching services for women so just like you who are listening for all things juggle related so like joe's just said returning to work flexible work we've helped a lot of people with their applications for flexible working and that's one of the things that we will be offering in our coaching as well as just general how to manage the juggle i think that application for flexible work is our most downloaded guide on our website mm which is, says a lot, doesn't it? It does. So if you want to go beyond just reading our words of advice and instead actually talk to us about how you can make your application successful, then, well, now you can. Now you can. So that's it, I think, which is plenty. Absolutely. So you'll still be hearing from us, but you will hear from us fortnightly instead of weekly. But don't worry, if you are feeling like you're missing us a bit, you've got 100 almost episodes in the archives that you can go back and listen to and they're not going anywhere. Yeah. So the fortnightly episodes will start after episode 100, which we are super excited about is only two episodes away. We have an absolutely amazing episode coming to you next week which is a couple for the first time ever. We're having a beautiful couple from Perth who are sharing their juggle. Rather than it just being one-sided, we get to hear, hear both perspectives, which is really cool. That was such a fun interview. The uh, couple, Shani and Kay, who we interviewed, were having a date night, so we basically get crashed that date night, and Harry showed up too because he woke up just as we hit record, so he was there too. So it was, it was good. It's it was a, really a party good, of five. <laughs> So you can stay tuned for that next week. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed listening to our bit of reflection and I hope you find at least at least half an hour to yourselves to do a bit of your own reflecting. If you need some assistance as to how to go about it, there are so many different things on the internet around reflection questions and tips and strategies for setting, you know, your goals for 2020 and beyond. So I encourage you all to do a little bit of that because even if you don't want to feel bound to something, it's just being mindful about the life that you want to live. Yeah. We did an episode last year, this time last year on goal setting. So we'll link that as well in the show notes. Yeah. Good idea. 
All right, everyone. Happy New Year. I hope 2020 has got off to an awesome start and we will be seeing you again next week. Happy Happy juggling. juggling.